Hi, Wanakee friends. Welcome to another episode of Big Red Farmhouse, a podcast brought to you by Wanakee, a summer camp and retreat center in the Lakes region of New Hampshire. We are so glad you're here. We're your hosts, Shannon Drew, Amelia Luke, and Nicole Richards. On today's episode, we speak with Nate Tapp, Allison Kuhlman, formerly Brinton, and Dana Struford, formerly Tapp, also known as the Colorado Crew. We wanted to let you know that you will hear some background noise from the next generation of Wanaki campers that we could not edit out. We hope you enjoy the conversation. So we want to start by having you all just talk a little bit about your Wanaki history um, and kind of how you found camp, where, you know, how long you were on staff for, volunteer, I don't know, just the general history so people kind of get a feel of who you are. Um, so if we want to start with Allison and then go to Dana and then Nate, we can just get you all to tell a little bit about it. Do you mind actually if we start with Nate? Because I oh, feel yeah. like it's most I was appropriate probably- that oh, we start with yeah. right, Nate. Yes, you're, yes. Yeah. I was just reading the list off Anchor, but that, yes. Go ahead, Nate. <laughs> uh, cool. So, um, you know, when I was growing up, actually all three of us went to the same summer camp growing up. Um, we went to summer camp in Woodland Park, Colorado, at a place called Temple Hills, and it was very special. Very, I mean, it was pretty different from Wanakee, but it was a very special place to us. You only go up for like kind of one week, and that's just kind of how you go there. Um, and I always wanted to be a camp counselor in Temple Hills. That was like my ultimate goal. Uh, but Dana came after her. Uh, 10th grade or her like sophomore year and she said that there was a new camp owner and he kind of uh, maybe it wasn't the same experience as it was anymore and I was like okay so that's kind of sad um, and that was really disappointing so after my like my freshman year of college I was like I need to find a camp to go to applied to Wanaki. Um talked to Mike and Jean Moore on the phone and they apparently enjoyed me enough that they were like, hey, come on out. So I came out to Wanaki and it was really kind of nerve-wracking, actually, because I was the only person at Wanaki that it felt like that nobody, like, like I had no connection to this place and all these people I met were, like, campers there for forever and they knew Wanaki and they knew all this kind of stuff. Um, so, like, that first day was really kind of nerve-wracking for whatever reason. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, we eventually got up on Lookout and we started sharing songs. And and uh, I think by, like, that night, I kind of understood the magic of this place. And, uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, I guess kind of how I came to Wanakee. Well, one night is pretty quick. <laughs> like, what, what happened on that first night that, like, you felt the, the magic? <laughs> uh, that was, so we went out, of, we went up on the top of Lookout, did the, did the whole Lookout hike, went up there and had a campfire. And what really started happening was everyone that was there, uh, it was like a, you know, whole group of people that have been there for a long time. We had James, Tresner, Jessica Rice, Jocelyn, um, you know, whole crew of people, Zach Ringelstein. Um, and they were all sharing their songs and singing songs. And some of them I knew from my camp experience. Um, and that was kind of fun to kind of sing those together. But then they were like, Nate, uh, what songs do you know? Do you know any good camp songs? And I was like, oh my god, I've got like hundreds of them. So I just started like sharing <laughs> some of those songs with them, and and uh, and we you know we sang uh, "Little Cabin in the Woods," which was a lot of fun. 
we sang Kumbaya Rocky Mountain style, which was really fun. Um, yeah. You know, did did uh, the the truck song. Um, I don't know if you guys sing that one. It's fun to be a sinner, but you'll never. Oh yeah, we sing. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it was like those couple of songs we got to share. Uh, I feel like after that night, it felt like, oh, I'm actually am a part of this community, and this is really awesome. And and some of those songs that we sang that night, uh, we sang all summer long, and and I came back many summers after that, and they've continued to sing those songs, and that's. Uh, just kind of cool to kind of be a part of that. And, you know, I mean, it was just, I feel like after staff training, even like that just kind of solidifies those relationships. It's like being in summer camp for two weeks and, and these are all your buddies. And um, yeah, it was just, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, literally after that first night, I was like, heck yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Um, great. Who, who feels like they can uh, jump off that? I don't know which order you feel is is best for the storyline well allison came back okay yeah okay so i think it was like yeah nate came back from wanaki and loved it and i had always wanted to be a camp counselor too after like growing up and going to our colorado camp and he loved wanaki and i had like gone to school in state and i was like oh new hampshire sounds awesome i've never been up to like the northeast part of it and um so yeah I went out there um the summer after Nate was there and I think for me I'll always remember getting there where I arrived at the airport I would like I think it was the first time I ever flew alone and I landed and like Kat came to pick me up with a couple other people and we were like riding back in the church and the camp van and it was dark and it was all this like dark deep like woods which like you don't have in Colorado <laughs> and it was like raining <laughs> and we we're like showing up to the farmhouse and like Matt Manser comes out and it was when he had Lyme disease <laughs> um, so like half of his face was like frozen <laughs> and he's like carrying this axe and he's like welcome to Bonnaki and I'm like oh my gosh where am I? <laughs> <laughs> so finally terrified by that um, and then it was funny because my suitcase had gotten lost too so then the next morning I like didn't have any clothes and it was so weird but I remember Kat was like hey we're going swimming borrow my swimsuit and um that was just like a nice intro where I'm like who are these people that I don't even know and they're like giving me their like swimsuits to wear to go to the lake um <laughs> so that was just kind of the start of a great summer for me and yeah I loved being at Wanaki and it was so fun like all the people that were there were so great and yeah just a beautiful place and a, a magical summer including yeah. including your your co-counselor from week one that year right who was my co-counselor for week one? It was me. <laughs> oh, me. Was, was, that, was that cooking? No. It wasn't, wasn't it week one? We or was that week two? No, we had cooking camp. That yes. Was, like, okay. <laughs> Maybe that was week oh, two. Yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I, I was sh- going to say, it might have been Dana Tori might have been my week one one. <laughs> that was the year I showed up late because we went on a family trip to Hawaii. And like <laughs> within a span of 24 hours, I flew from Hawaii to Boston and it was just like destroyed destroyed my uh, sleeping ability for like oh, a couple yeah. of nights <laughs> it was no fun that'll do it <laughs> for sure <laughs> awesome okay so then the last piece of the puzzle is, is you dana right yeah yeah so that's me so um yeah gosh so if it's not clear nathan is my older brother okay um which is awesome he's the best older brother and after allison and nathan to Wanaki, I was like, gosh, this is something I want to do, too. Um, so I think it was summer of 2010 that I counseled. Um, I had just studied abroad in Ireland, 
I'm in college and I just had this like wanderlusty kind of feeling like I just I wanted to keep um just like traveling and doing different things and so I literally went from Ireland to Oregon to Colorado to New Hampshire <laughs> for the summer and um yeah it was amazing it was so amazing you know I think about like Allison describing who picked her up I remember Dana Tori picked me up at the airport and, <laughs> um and I think you know just by proxy by having Nathan and Allison there before me it felt like this welcoming community of people that were like Dana like you're here we don't know you but like we know your people um and I just felt so welcomed and I remember yeah I remember Matt Manser giving me the biggest hug in the world mm. and um just automatically feeling like this is going to be home for the summer um yeah so and then I think Nathan and I, I think we came back the next summer. Yeah, and for, the, for a few weeks. Was, that was for like the, wasn't that the 50th reunion? Yeah. 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 50th, yeah. Awesome. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, it's Nathan and Dana together. Yeah. This is so fun. In the same place. <laughs> yeah. So you guys never, you were never on staff at the same time, the two of you? No. Okay. No, no we weren't. Okay. I guess I came back and volunteered for Survivor Camp again once, too. I think it was one of the ones that, like, James was leading again the next summer. And that was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then what's what's the last time y'all have been at Wanakee? Oh. 2011. Lindsay. Yeah, so uh, my wife, Lindsay, and I, we went on a – I think we went on, like, a – it was just, like, a Vancouver – is it Vancouver? Quebec no Quebec we went on a trip to like um Quebec and like we went to Boston flew into Boston and drove up to Quebec and we stopped at Wanakee I think that was in 2014 okay I don't think camp was camp wasn't in session I don't even think staff was there yet there was just like a couple of people that we knew like Matt Manser and uh, Mike Moore at the time and I don't remember who else was there okay um yeah awesome some couple years mine would have been like yeah, the year I volunteered, so that'd be like summer of two thousand nine, I think. Hmm. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Eleven years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So you're getting ready to make your comebacks soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, at one point I told James I was gonna come back like every two years, but that hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah. You figured you shouldn't be like the thirty year old counselor that people yeah. are like, um. <laughs> <laughs> well Wanaki is always you know it doesn't change <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's like i think that's case in point it's like literally anytime i've gone there it looks basically the exact same i think even like my my first year that i keep wanting to say my freshman year my freshman year at Wanaki, <laughs> um, like that first like i think i like pinned a piece of like birch bark to like a board somewhere inside the dining hall and then i was there the following year and that birch board like the birch bark was like still there yeah it doesn't (laughs) it really doesn't change Hmm? great well that's awesome thanks for telling us that we wanted to ask yes. next if you could share some of your favorite, like, Wanaki traditions. Ooh, yeah. 
Oh, I have some that I can think of off the top of my head. Great. Um, is so like Friday pizza night. Is that still a thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I loved Friday pizza night. And then, um, of course, like the Alleluia that accompany that. Yeah. Um, I think that is just like such a special tradition that marks the end of the week together, um, and feels so communal and celebratory. Um, yeah, I loved pizza night and Alleluia. Yeah, Friday nights are yeah. good. Yeah. And also, I don't know if it's necessarily a tradition, but, you know, when I was a counselor, I, I made it a tradition of like reading stories before um, like bedtime. Yeah. Even, you know, when mm-hmm. I counseled some like senior high um, camps, I even read to like my girls in high school and they loved it. And I just loved it, too. Yeah. So that was really special. It puts you Monica- as a counselor to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, Wanaki got me really like taught me how to read a story in a way to make somebody fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, which is a really good skill to have when you have a three-year-old. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's like, how do you read the story slowly and as dreamily as possible? Yeah. That's what I did every time. You, like, slowly start getting quieter and quieter. Yeah. And, like, but yes. you're not speaking mm-hmm. anymore at the end. Yeah. Or yes. the, the good one is, like, messing up and acting like you missed some words or just, like, purposely skipping words or, like, skipping over things and be like, oh, no, that's not right. Let me go back. Yeah. And, then, oh. and then you go back, like, no. five sentences before and reread that part again. Oh, that's a good trick. <laughs> I know. It's so good. Yes. Um, as far as traditions go, love pizza night, love all I lose. Um, I don't know. I just love the, I love like the, the, uh, you know, grace and peace circle, just like, being, like on Saturday and just singing grace and peace to each other. Um, it's such a, it's just such a magical, that, that's a really magical thing for me. Um, and I, and like anytime, like somebody has been sent off and leaves camp early when everyone just kind of surrounds them and Mm. places their hands on them and gets to sing grace and peace, I think was Mm. very, very, Mm -hmm. very special. Yeah. 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 No, totally. All alus and grace and peace. I loved Kings and Queens too. Like that was always super fun for like birthdays and like celebrating that. Yes. That was, yeah, I loved that. I will, I will say coming from a camp, um, coming from Temple Hills, which doesn't have like its own theme song. Like my first night at Wanake, when we sang the Wanake song, I was like, this place has a theme song. This is amazing. (laughs) That every Sunday night is, is so special. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Yes. That's true. We have to keep a lookout. There's um one of the previous staff members created the Wanaki song like in an acoustic version, and we're gonna put out like an end of summer video with it. So oh. be on the lookout. Mm. Oh, I love yeah. that. Because I know I don't know about you, but I can never find like a documentation of the Wanaki song anywhere. Mm. You know, I, I have a look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, right. well, it doesn't exist, so don't try. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I will say that I do have one of the songbooks, and I think I have it on my bookshelf. It may have accidentally ended up in my bag one year. <laughs> accidentally, you stole from Monique. <laughs> well, actually, that's a that's a good segue into our song segment. So the way that this kind of works is. Shannon or I will give you a place or a scenario at Wanaki and you tell us your favorite song to sing in that place or scenario. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. So we'll start with um, the outdoor chapel. Oh. 
something very spiritual. Mm. What, yes. I, think, I would say like the Amazing Grace Wanaki style. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that the one that's like love the Lord your God? That same one? No, right? that's love the Lord your God. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's silly. Oh, that's another uh, good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the one I think of. Love the Lord your God. Okay. Yeah. And then Amazing Grace. And then Nate, what's your your answer? Uh, I mean, my first answer was just something spiritual. Oh, something spiritual. Right, right, right. Something slow and spiritual. I'm trying to think of a a song that would uh, (laughs) capture that. (laughs) I don't know. Pass. Okay. (laughs) Something spiritual. Well, yeah, it's good. It's good. What about in the dining hall? Oh, Kings and Queens. (laughs) (laughs) I already said that, but like every dinner and yeah, yeah, Kings and Queens. Yeah. Uh, or the Dunn song. Oh, oh yes. I was singing. Yes. I was singing that song to Theo the other day because sometimes Theo. So oh. Theo's my three-year-old, and sometimes he asks for like a song about some random. He just like requests a random object or a random character, and I make up songs about him. And one of them was about a fluff, I think. And so I sang high fluff and low fluff and that's so good. <laughs> under fluff and over fluff. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Awesome. Uh, dining hall. My answer for dining hall is we used to do this like uh, it was like the holy trinity of songs, aka like the three songs nobody wanted to sing at seven thirty <laughs> in the morning. Yes. Um, so we would sing "Rise and Shine" and uh, "My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean" yep. and "Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes." Classic. Because there's so much standing up. Right. Yeah. The one I'm thinking of, I gosh, I'm, I think this is right. It's so long ago. It's like hard to remember. But is it like partridge in a pear tree where people stand up at each table? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. That one was so much fun. That one was just like fun. shout and yell. Or uh, my other one is green grow. Uh, yep. Partially just because like my memory around that song is that it always just started getting way too fast way too early yes um and it was always like don't go fast until seven or like yeah. eight or whatever yeah um but especially senior high week green grow was fast and fun <laughs> yep <laughs> definitely all right what about your on a hike what song are you is your go-to Ooh, any like call and response one you know because yeah. i can like campers in like the Fred the Moose song, that's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, call and response. The bear song, yeah. that's a good one. Too. Yes, the bear one. Because uh-huh. you're out in the woods. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I will have to, I'm going to put on my plug here for Boom Chicka Boom, too. <laughs> Mm. just because yeah, i was they, kind of i was kind of obsessed with boom chicka boom and i came up with like a million different verses to it and it was always <laughs> fun to lead on hikes and whatnot yes you have to like, bring it back to, yeah we used to do that was back in the time when pirates of the caribbean was like all that jazz and we had <laughs> yes. pirates of the caribbean style which was pretty fun um Would you which enlighten went, us yes please yeah talk. so it went um i said a bloom orlando bloom <laughs> um Next part was Depa Johnny, Depa Johnny, Depa Lanadu. And I think everything after that was just like pirate jargon, which is just like, yar. That's good. <laughs> One more time, yar. 
God, I can't remember. <laughs> there was a bunch. Of, there was a lot of them, but they were. Yeah, you you really there were. Did. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of. I don't know. What do you think, Shannon? Boom Chicka Boom has died a little bit, maybe. A little bit. But we still do it a few times. We do it a few times, but you can bring it back. That can be. I'll come. I'll come back and sing, and then yeah. The kids just need to know the joy of it. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean is kind of dated though, so I'm gonna have to find some new references. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. For sure. Great. I think our last one is around a campfire. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Um. Either since you've been gone by Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> which was which was very popular in 2006. <laughs> we would have uh, Kalen Sweet and um, David Lewis and Zach Ringelstein on the guitars, and we'd all sing "Since You've Been Gone." It was a good time. Um, but maybe my actual real timeless answer is gonna go with "Kumbaya Rocky Mountain Style." Mm. Mm. Yeah, gosh, that song is just so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gosh, I'm trying to think. Hmm. Like Fire on the Mountain, that was one yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. A good campfire one. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a good one. Gosh. Um huh. I I mean Kumbaya Rocky Mountain style for sure. But also I maybe not is not necessarily campfire. Maybe earlier in the campfire, but like a rooster shot. Oh yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. when you kind of like have a little more energy, and then like when your campfire songs get a little more quiet and solemn. Yeah. But oh man. I think, I think a rooster shot is like a fun one. Uh, for those lively campfires, uh, I don't know if you guys sing. I don't know. This was like a song that never really caught on, but. It just kind of turned into a performance piece, but it was, uh, it's called Long John. I'm a Long John. Did you guys oh, ever sing that one? Yeah, that's a big yeah. one. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I think I probably lost my voice a good, like, five times during all my times at camp singing that song. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It, that, that one is a hit with the, with the kids. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Kumbaya Rocky Mountain Styles definitely, that that one gets sung many times a week. Mm-hmm. Would you, yeah. So, yeah. it lives on. <laughs> nice. Right on. <laughs> awesome. So, we ask the same question of every guest. Um, and if you could just tell us one life lesson that you learned here at Wanaki. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> One of mine, I remember um, Matt Manser described it, the proverbial, like, donut or something, mm. where just kind of talking about your comfort zone, and there's, like, this little area that you're comfortable with, and then there's a bigger area that you're kind of comfortable with, and then there's everything beyond it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, a lot of Wanaki was learning how to kind of, like, push beyond just like what felt immediately comfortable just as far as like entering into like new relationships with people and being somewhere entirely new and just like yeah experiencing everything that it had to offer and just like really enjoying it and going beyond like yeah my initial comfort zone there yeah mm-hmm. awesome that's beautiful Allison yeah that was, that was amazing <laughs> yeah that was really good I think that for me one of the biggest life lessons that I've taken away from Wanaki is that um, 
is that experiences and experiencing things with others is really what brings you close together. Mm. And I feel like there's nothing like summer camp that that can nothing quite like summer camp that can show that to you. Um, mm. And I think just sort of this idea of you you being essentially locked in one place with these people for an entire summer. Uh, uh, it happens on a microcosm at the camper level, level each week when they kind of become friends and make friends and sort of make these lifelong friends. But uh, on the macro level, the larger level, we see this happen with staff. And like there are so many people that are just kind of lifelong friends of mine because of monarchy and and I find it kind of amazing that those people, you know, live everywhere from, you know, New Hampshire to Boston to uh, Jersey Isle in uh, in England and and England itself and Spain and you know it's just like they're, they're all over the place and um and I think that just those experiences bring you closer and I don't know I just really appreciate Wanaki for that reason um, mm. letting me meet my people. Yeah, very well said. Mm, yeah. yeah, so true. So true. Yeah. Gosh, I think for me, you know, Wanaki like was this amazing place where you find God in the everyday, right? Like you find God like out, you know, um, when you're walking at the farmhouse, on the grass, and the lawn. Um, just like that, God is literally everywhere, and that you get to create this really spiritual community with your campers every week and um sharing that like goodness and grace of God and um just to be constantly surrounded by that beauty is amazing and I just remember um yeah feeling that not only every week with like my campers but feeling it with my counselors and my friends at Wanaki and um just just loving the outdoors and feeling like that was such a blessing to my heart and to um just like my spiritual experience so yeah I think that's what it is for me that's awesome we're all great yeah those are so diverse and lovely and well said um we are so grateful that we you know you, you mentioned people all over the world but for Shannon and I it was crazy to finally We've heard about the Colorado people, <laughs> and, and so it's really been such a, a pleasure to meet you guys um, through this podcast okay. and hear your stories. So, thank you for being on the thank show. You. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks thank for you. having us. We hope you enjoyed hearing from Nate, Allison, and Dana today. This is our last episode of season one. We have been so fortunate to be able to interview staff, campers, and volunteers who have been involved with Wanaki for the past four decades. When we launch season two, we will let you know on social media. Or, better yet, you can subscribe in your podcast app now so you get any potential bonus episodes that may come out between now and then. We want to thank you so much for listening to season one. We've had a lot of fun working on this project and are eager to hear from even more Wanaki voices. To keep up with us in the meantime, you can follow Wanaki NH on Instagram or Facebook, or check out our website, wanaki.org. Grace and peace.